welcome to episode eight of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. If you're part of the FIF squad, welcome back, sis. I see you and appreciate you. Can y'all do me a favor real quick? Please rate and review the podcast. Let me know your thoughts and let me know if it's been a blessing to you. I'll really appreciate it, okay? Anywho, let's hop right in. So the topic of today's episode is it's bigger than you. In my quiet time, God was really talking to me. He was like, if I told you that everything I promise you will manifest in the generations that will come after you, would you still be obedient? He asked, are you just seeking me for a right now miracle or quick blessings you can flex on the gram with? Or are you all in? Oh, <laughs> he said, are you willing to be transformed by the renewing of your mind? And willing to put your trust in me 100% like Sarah and Abraham did? Abraham was still obedient in his old days when a promise didn't even look possible. And guess what happened? The generations after him was able to walk in those promises. So take a second and ask yourself, are you following God because you're seeking some type of instant gratification? Or are you ready for a lifestyle shift that will bring generational blessings, wealth, in abundance. When God revealed the direction of this episode to me, I had to ask myself, are you seeking God for instant gratification? Are you or are you all in? Side note, if y'all don't know, this is not the phony podcast. I'm not about to get on here acting like I'm holier than thou, acting like I have it all together because I don't. Like I'm still growing and evolving every day. I'm still fighting every day to make sure that I keep that fire burning on the inside of me for God. I'm still fighting every day to make sure that I'm operating in the spirit version of myself and sacrificing my flesh every day. Like I found myself trying to make things happen on my own, on my own time and wishing things would move faster because I thought I was ready. Um, And the truth is like, I see why God moves the way he moves. Like, I see why God's timing is so perfect. Because when I think like, oh, I'm ready to do it like this, or Lord, I'm ready for the next step, or I'm ready for this, like, I'll be looking back like, sis, you are not ready. Like, and I'll be like, thank you, Lord, because you won't put me in a situation faster than I need to be there. Like, this faith walk is not easy, but I'm striving to stay the course every day, y'all. So just know when God sends me the direction for a message, it's an opportunity for me to self-reflect and make sure I'm aligned with what I'm talking about. Now let's talk about Moses. I was led to Acts chapter 7, um, around verse 25, and it talks about how Moses was an Israelite, but he was raised by Egyptians. He was actually raised by Pharaoh's daughter, who found him when he was about three months because his mom sent him away. So Pharaoh's daughter, um, she raised him as her own son. Um, the good thing is Moses was never taught to downplay the fact that he was an Israelite. So when he turned 40, he decided to visit his fellow Israelites. He saw one was being mistreated by the Egyptians, so he wanted to prove he was one of the brothers, so he killed the Egyptian. <laughs> Moses assumed his own people would realize that God was using him to rescue them, but they didn't. They was looking at him crazy, like, who does dude think he is? Like, 
wasn't he raised by Pharaoh's daughter? Like, he ain't part of the squad. He doing too much. We don't trust him. And I took some time to meditate on this part of Moses' life. And I realized he chose to visit his people because he felt that lack of a connection. And he felt that killing an Egyptian would make his people accept him and note him as a savior. But that wasn't the case. Like... This was really a relatable moment because how often do we go out of our way to try to get people to see us the way we want to be seen? Or how often do we do things to prove to people we're down for them or try to save people or family members instead of just being cool and like giving them to God? God did not tell Moses to go kill that Egyptian to make a point. Moses did that out of his own insecurity. Like he didn't feel accepted by his people so he tried to make a way to be acknowledged by them so take a moment to think about an area in your life that you um, may be forcing something to work or forcing a situation to work in your favor like really think about that and get quiet and like pray about it verse 26 reads the next day Moses came upon two Israelites who were fighting he tried to reconcile them by saying men you are brothers why do you want to hurt each other? But the man who was mistreating the other pushed Moses aside and said, Who made you ruler and judge over us? Do you want to kill me as you killed the Egyptian yesterday? When Moses heard this, he fled to Midian, where he settled as a foreigner and had two sons. So Moses' feelings was hurt that his people didn't accept him. So he fled to Midian, where no one knew him, and he settled there as a foreigner and he had two sons. The Bible says Moses settled for 40 years after he fled, and this was all due to rejection from his people. That's crazy to me, and that led me to my first point. Assess your motives before you make a move. If you feel led to help someone or lead a group or help your family or whatever, make sure you're aligned with what God needs from you first. Because stepping out and doing a you thing can be a flesh thing and you can end up getting your feelings hurt like Moses did and that can lead to you getting off course and getting away from the true assignment that God has for you when you love God you love people we naturally love people and want to help people but the truth is we can't save everyone we can't fix everyone and we can't expect everyone to be on board with what God is doing through us our job is to pray and be obedient not save the world. This episode is brought to you by the Faith is Fashionable group. And we have something special for our listeners. We've curated a self-care calendar that gives you a daily self-care tip to keep you going. Head over to faithisfashionable.com, join our email list, and we will send your calendar directly to your inbox. Now let's get back to the show. Now I was thinking... I wonder if there's something productive Moses could have been doing while he was settling for those 40 years. Again, this 40-year hiatus happened because he felt rejected. Have you ever fell back from something you felt passionate about due to rejection or lack of support? I know I have. Think about that. We all want to feel accepted and supported, but the truth is we have to get to a place where we're so confident in our walk with God that the outside opinion of others is welcome, but it doesn't define how we move. 
First John chapter 2 and verse 15 reads, Do not love the world or anything in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For everything in the world, the cravings of sinful man, the lust of the eyes, and the boasting of what he has and does, comes not from the Father, but from the world. The world and its desires pass away, but the man who does the will of God lives forever. I feel like the need for acceptance that defines how we move is a side effect of loving the world. The world doesn't love you back though. The world might show up for you sometimes, but like Pastor Therese said, the world is an unfaithful lover. We must stay close to the love of God. That's where our strength is, our power is, our creativity is, our wisdom is. That's where our strategy is. And it's sad that Moses wasn't able to tap into that powerful love of God for 40 years. So I'm back in Acts chapter 7 verse 30 and it reads, After 40 years had passed, an angel appeared to Moses in the flames of a burning bush in the desert near Mount Sinai. When he saw this, he was amazed at the sight. As he went over to look more closely, he heard the Lord's voice. I am the God of your fathers, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses trembled with fear and he did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandals. The place where you are standing is holy ground. I have indeed seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning, and I have come down to set them free. Now come, I will send you back to Egypt. This is the same Moses whom they had rejected with the words, Who made you ruler and judge? He was sent to be their ruler and deliverer by God himself through the angel who appeared to him in a bush. He led them out of Egypt and did wonders and miraculous signs in Egypt, at the Red Sea, and for 40 years in a desert. Moses was 80 at this time, y'all. 80, okay? I'm sure he started to give up on life. I'm sure he lost his ambition and faith after being rejected. But God knew the whole time that he had a special plan to connect Moses to his people. But he didn't need Moses to make it happen on his own. He needed Moses to trust his timing. Why? Why though? Because it was bigger than Moses. Moses had a whole nation of people attached to his assignment. And little did his people know God was going to use him to free them from Egypt. So they was going to have to put some respect on Moses' name, whether they liked it or not. That's, <laughs> that's crazy, y'all. The moral of the story is, what God plans to do through us is so much bigger than we can ever imagine. And guess what? It's not even about us. It's about the people attached to us. So stop forcing yourself on people and stop forcing situations. Prioritize seeking God. Pray more and be obedient and let God do his work behind the scenes. Remember, boo, it's bigger than you. And I'm just going to end right here because I feel like that was a lot and I really want y'all to meditate on this part of Moses' life in Acts 7 and just meditate on the questions I asked, like, what, what are you forcing? Who are you forcing yourself on? And who are you trying to save? Okay? Thank y'all so much for tuning in to episode 8 of the Faith is Fashionable podcast. Like I said, be sure to review and rate the podcast. If you haven't already, head over to Instagram and follow us at Faith 
is fashionable head over to our site faithisfashionable.com and enter your email so you can receive our newsletter and also get your self-care calendar you can find a link to everything in the show notes again thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will talk to you guys next week bye stretch my hand